Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Warrior Cats, the series. I changed the name, um, I don't know if it's, uh, updated yet. Um, uh, so today we are gonna be reading chapter 18 of Warrior Cats. Um, also before, uh, I, uh, we start, um, I would like to, um, um, tell you guys a couple things one uh if you can if you know someone who likes the warrior cat series um tell you should uh, tell them about my podcast if you can um and um i really hope you guys like this and also i think i left a link on the description and um uh in my podcast you can send in a voice message um okay let's uh get started okay uh let's start reading are you telling firepaw how i protected redtail firepaw Firepaw felt a cold shiver ruffle the fur on his on it on the back of his neck Ravenpaw whipped around, eyes wide with fear. Tigerclaw loomed over them, his lips drawn back in a menacing snarl. Firepaw jumped up and faced the new deputy. He was just saying he wished that you had come to take care of Lionheart as well, that's all. He mewed, thinking quickly. Tigerclaw looked from one to the other, then stalked away in silence. Ravenpaw, green eyes clouded with terror. Terror. And he started to tremble uncontrollably. Ravenpaw? Firepaw asked in alarm, but Ravenpaw didn't even look up at, look up at him. With his head low, held low, he slunk back to Graypaw and crouched next to him, pressing his skinny bl- black body next to Graypaw's thick fur, as if he was suddenly cold. Firepaw looked uh, helplessly at his two friends as they huddled beside Reinhardt's buttle body body not knowing what else to do he he padded over and settled himself beside them ready to sit out the night as the moon passed overhead other cats join uh, came to join their vigil blue star arrived last once the camp was qu- was calm and quiet she said nothing but sat a little way way off gazing at her dead deputy with a with an expe- expression of un uh, of such unbearable grief that Firepaw had to look away. At dawn, a group of elders came to take Lionheart's body away from the away to the burial place. Graypaw followed to help dig the hole where the great warrior would rest. Firepaw yawned and stretched. He felt chilled to the bone. Leafpaw was nearly. Leaf, sorry, not Leafpaw. Leaffall was nearly here now, and the woods were clouded with mist. And above the leaves, Firepaw saw a rosy morning sky. He watched Graypaw disappear, disappear into the dew-soaked undergrowth with the other elders. Ravenpaw jumped to his paws and hurried back to the apprentice's den. Firepaw followed him slowly, 
By the time he arrived, the black cat was curled up with his nose tucked under his tail, as if asleep. Firepole was too, too exhausted to speak. He circled around on his mossy bed and then settled down, settled down for a long sleep. Wake up! Firepole heard Dustpaw's voice calling him through the entrance. He opened his eyes. Ravenpaw was already awake, sitting bolt upright with his ear brick, ears pricked. Graypaw was stirring beside him. Firepole was surprised to see the familiar gray shape. He hadn't heard him come back after burying Lionheart. Blue Star called another meeting. Dustpaw hissed at them, and he and he ducked out of the front ferns. The three princes crawled out of the warm den. The sun was already past its height, and the air felt cooler than before. Firepole shivered, and his belly growled. He couldn't remember the last time he had eaten, and he wondered briefly if he would have a chance to hunt today. Firepaw, Graypaw, and Ravenpaw hurried to join the crowd and gathered below the high rock. Tigerclaw was speaking from his position beside Blue Star. During the battle, our leader lost another life. Now she has only four of her nine lives. I'm going to appoint a bodyguard to stay at her side constantly. No cat will be allowed to approach her unless approach her unless the guards are present his amber eyes flicked to ravenpaw and then back to the rest of the crowd dark stripe and long tail he continued turning his gaze on the warriors you will act as blue star blue star's guards dark stripe and nodded importantly and sat taller blue star now spoke her voice sounding gentle and calming after her deputies commanding yell thank you terraclaw for your loyalty but the clan must understand that I am still here for them. No cat should hesitate to approach me, and I am happy to speak with, to anyone with or without my bodyguards. Her eyes darted briefly in Tigerclaw's direction. As the warrior code says, the safety of the clan is more important than the security of any, of any single member. She paused, and her sky-blue gaze rested briefly on Firepaw. And now, I wish to invite Yelving to join ThunderClan. Meows of surprise rose from some of the warriors. Blue Star looked at Frostfur, who nodded in her agreement. The other queens looked on silently. Blue Star continued. Her actions last night proved that she is brave and loyal. If she wishes, wishes we would welcome her as a full member of this clan. From her place at the edge of the crowd, Yellowfang looked up at her clan leader and murmured, I am honored, Blue Star, and I accept your offer. Good, meowed Blue Star, her voice firm as as if the matter was now closed. Firepaw purred with delight and nudged Graypaw with... He was, was surprised to realize just how much Blue Star public... Blue Star's public show of trust in Yelfing meant to him. Blue Star began to speak again. Last night, we succeed, successfully defeated, defended ourselves against the Shadow Clan, but there are still there's still a great threat. The repair work we began this morning will continue. Our boundaries will be patrolled constantly. We must not assume the war is over. Tigerclaw stood up, his tail held high, and glared down at the assembled cats. Shadow Clan is uh, Shadow Clan attacked well. 
we were away from the camp. They chose their moment well. How did they know that the camp was so poorly defended? Do they have eyes inside our camp? Firefall froze in horror as Cyberclaw fixed his cold stare on Ravenpaw. Some of the cats followed their new deputy's gaze and stared in puzzlement at the black apprentice. Ravenpaw looked at the ground and shifted his paws nervously. Tigerclaw went on. We still have a, uh, have a while before sunset. We must concentrate on rebuilding our camp. Meanwhile, if you suspect anything or anyone, tell me. Be assure, assured that anything you say will be conf- com- on. I don't know. Uh, he nodded to dismiss the clan, then turned and began murmuring to Blue Star. The cats separated and began to move around the camp, assessing damage and forming work groups. Ravenpaw, Firepaw called, still shocked by Tigerclaw's dark hint that his own apprentice had betrayed the clan, but Ravenpaw had already bounded away. Firepaw could see him offering to help Halftail and Whitestorm before rushing off to collect twigs so they could patch the holes in the boundary wall. Ravenpaw clearly didn't want to talk. Let's go f- uh, go and help him, suggested Graypaw. His voice was flat and exhausted, and his eyes were dull. You go. I'll be I'll be there in a moment, Firepaw answered. First, I want to check on Yellowfang, see if she's okay after her fight with Blackfoot. He looked for Yellowfang in her nest by the fallen tree. She was stretched out in the shadows, her eyes thoughtful. Firepaw, she mewed when she saw him. I'm glad you have come. I wanted to check that you are alright, Firepaw meowed. Old habits stay longer than the old sense, huh, eh? Meowed Yellowfang with a flash of her old spirit. I suppose so, Firepaw confessed. How are you feeling? This old leg injury is playing up again, but it, it, I'll be fine, Yellowfang told him. How did you manage to fight Blackfoot off? Firepaw asked, unable to keep the admiration out of her his voice black blackfoot is strong but he's not a clever fighter fighting what you fighting you was more of a challenge firepaw looked at for the flicker of humor in the old cat's eyes but there was none she continued i've known him since i was he was a kid he hasn't changed a bully but no brains Firepaw sat down beside her. I'm not surprised Blue Star asked you to join the clan. He purred. You certainly showed your loyalty last night. Yellowfang twitched her tail. Perhaps a true loyal cat would have fought at, at the side of the clan that raised her. But then I'd be fighting for my two legs, Firepaw pointed out. Yellowfang shot him an admiring glance. Well well said, youngster. But then you have always been a... Th- been a thanker. So, sorrow pierced Firepaw's heart as he remembered these were Lionheart's words too. Do you miss Shadow Clan? He asked Yellowfang. Yellowfang blinked slowly. I miss the old Shadow Clan. She mewed at last, the way it used to be. Until Broken Star became, became leader, Firepaw was curious. Yes, Yellowfang admitted softly. He charged into the clan. He, oh wait, sorry. He changed the clan. She gave him a wheezy laugh. He always knew how to give a good speech. He could make you believe a mouse. 
he could make you believe a mouse was a rabbit if he set his mind to it. Perhaps that's why I became so blind to his faults. The old she-cat stared at into the distance, lost in memories. But you can't guess who who the sh- new Shadow Clam Medicine Cat is. Fireball mewed, suddenly remembering what she had he had learned at the last gathering. It felt like moons ago now. His words seemed to shake Yellowfang back into the present. Not running nose, she meowed. Yep, Yellowfang shook her head. But he can't even cure his own cold. That's what Graypole said. They purred together for a moment, amused. Then Firepaw got to his paws. I'll leave you to the... I'll, I'll leave you to rest now. Call, call me if you need anything else today. Yellowfang lifted her head. Before you go, Firepaw, I hear you were, were in a rat fight. Did they draw blood? It's okay, Spotleaf had, had, has treated my wounds with marigold. Sometimes marigold is not strong enough for right, ba- right rat bites. Go find a patch of wild garlic to roll in it. I think there will be th- there's some not far from the camp entrance. That will draw out any poison the rats ha- have left all through. I don't get this. <laughs> she she added dryly, "Your den mates may not think." might not thank me for my advice. Well, I do. Thanks, Yellowfang, Firepaw purred. Go carefully, young one. Yellowfang held his gaze for a moment, then let her let her chin rest in front, and on her front paws, and closed her eyes. Excuse me. Well, I do. Thanks, Yellowfang. Oh, wait. Firepaw slipped under the branches under Yellowfang's nest and headed for the gorse tunnel in search of the wild garlic. The sun was setting low now, and he could hear the queen settling their kits for the night. Where do you think you're going? growled a voice from the shadows. It was Darkstripe. Yellowfang too told me and go out, and you don't take orders from that rogue, he hissed. Go help with the repairs. No cat is to leave the camp tonight. He lashed his tail from side to side. Yes, Darkstripe, the fireball mewed, dipping his head submit submissive. He turned his head and muttered Dark Dirt Stripe. <laughs> he turned he turned and muttered Dirt Stripe under his breath, and then then he Hold on. Shoot. Hold on. Hold on. I lost my place. I'm reading it on a Kindle, so I don't know where I'm at. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, yeah. Under his breath... <laughs> He turned and muttered dirt stripe under his breath, then headed toward the camp boundary where he could see Graypaw and Ravenpaw busily patching a large hole in the wall of greenery. How's Yellowfang? asked Graypaw as he trotted trotted up. She's fine. She she said wild garlic would be good for my rat bites. I was on my way to find some, but Dark Stripe ordered me to stay in camp. Firepaw told him. 
wild garlic new grandpa i wouldn't mind trying that my leg still stings i could sneak out and get some fireball offered he had re- resented dirk stripes offhand treatment and well commented the chance to outwit him no one would notice if he slipped out of the out of this hole here it'd only take a couple of rabbit hops. Ravenpaw frowned, but Graypaw nodded. We'll cover you, he whispered. Firepaw nuzzled him gratefully and jumped out through the tear in the boundary wall. Once outside the camp, he began to make his way to the wild garlic patch. The sharp tang alerted him easily to to its location. The moon was rising in the violet sky as the sun for, as, as the sun sank below the horizon. A cold breeze ruffled Firepaw's fur. Suddenly, he caught a cat's scent carry toward him on the wind. He sniffed cautiously. ShadowClan? No, just Tigerclaw. And two other cats. He sniffed the air again. Darkstripe and Longtail. What were they doing here? Curious, Firepaw dropped into a stalking position. He prowled through the undergrowth paw by paw, keeping downwind so that he was not detected. The warriors were standing in the shadow of a clump of ferns, their head, heads very close together. Soon Firepaw was near enough to hear them speak. StarClan knows. My princess has shown little pr- promise from the start, but I never expected him to turn traitor. To turn, to turn traitor, growled Tigerclaw. Firepaw's eyes widened and his fur prickled with shock. It sounded like Ti- Tigerclaw intended to do more than just hint that Ravenpaw had betrayed the clan. How long did you say did you say Ravenpaw was missing on the journey to the mother on the journey to the mothermouth? asked Darkstripe. Long enough to have traveled to ShadowClan's camp and back, came the deputy's menacing answer. The fur on Firepaw's tail bristled angrily. That's impossible, he thought. He was with us the whole time. Longtail's voice sounded now, sounded now, high-pitched with excitement. He must have told them that entire clan's leader and the strongest warrior had left the camp. Why else would they attack when they did? We are the last... We are the last clan to stand against Shadow Clan. We must remain strong, per Tiger Claw. His tone had been had become violently soft now. He waited in silence for a response. It was Darkstripe who answered eagerly as if he were still Tiger Claw's apprentice, giving the correct answer to a question on the hunting techniques. His words made Firepaw breathless with fear, and the clan would be better off without a traitor like Ravenpaw. I have to say I agree with you, Darkstripe, murmured Tigerclaw, his voice heavy with emotion. Even through he's my own apprentice, he trailed off uh, trailed off as if he were too upset to say more. Firepaw had heard enough. Forgetting all about the wild garlic, he turned and crept silently and as quickly as he could back toward the camp. He decided not to tell Ravenpaw what he had heard. He would be terrified. Firepaw's mind raced. What could he do? Tigerclaw was the clan deputy, a great warrior, and popular with all the other cats. With all the other cats. No one was going to listen to any accusations made by an apprentice, but Ravenpaw was was in terrible danger. Firepaw shook himself, trying to clear his head. There was only one thing to do. He must tell what he had heard to Blue Star, and somehow convince her that he was telling the truth. 
Anyway, that's the end of chapter 18. Uh, see you guys next Saturday or earlier if I, earlier if I do a bonus episode. Bye. Oh, and I forgot to tell you guys that um, we only have six more chapters left um, uh, until we're done with this book. And then we're going to read Fire and Ice um, of the second book of Warrior Cats. Um, uh, what else was I going to say? And soon, I don't know, but every now and then I might do two chapters when I do an episode. Um, but I don't know. Bye, guys.